All right, Lamed Zayin Amad Aleph. We had back and forth Ravdimi and Abaye going at it. They're going to continue going at it uh, for a little while longer. So on Lamed Zayin Amad Aleph, <coughs> I guess about five lines down, last words of line are Amarle, not to be confused with Amarle, which is four lines down. This is the one five lines down. Amarle Abaye. So in Amarle, it's going to be uh, Abaye back to Ravdimi. The whole discussion was based on this Reb Avau Amr We had at the bottom of Lamed Hay Amr Aleph, which is everywhere else in the Torah Isurin, you don't have Hetemistarif Leisur except by Nazir. And you know that from the word Mishras. So it says um, Abaye now, Mishras. I put Mishras in quotation marks. That word Mishras is to teach us three words that underlined. Heter mitzdarf le'isser, hu da'asa, which is the whole assumption we've been working on for all of daf lamid vav. Dilma says Abaye, maybe the term mishrash is coming to teach us something else entirely. I don't know entirely, but something different, namely the principle of Dilma, and I dot underline these three words: litain ta'am ke'ikur hu da'asa. Another very. Uh, familiar sugya to those who get the smicha, the esrveheter, that if you have something that is asr, if it imparts enough of its flavor or its tam into the other item, that would make it like it's actually all asr. Maybe that's what it's coming to teach us. Now, before Abaye even completes his question, the Gemara jumps in and has a, a little bit of a difficulty with Abaye, basically based on everything we did yesterday. Um, so I put a brackets in over here before the word Ula Abaye, and it, it goes down about four and a half lines. I'll let you know where it ends. Ula Abaye, comma. Now this is, again, this is a Gemara interruption. It must be a, I don't know, a generation or two after, because they would just ask Abaye. So anyway, the Gemara now asks on Abaye, Mi'ikara, originally like yesterday's Daf Andaf Lamid Vav. Kakashalei, Ma'idikama Ravdimi. We had Ravdimi tell us in the name of Rabbi Yochanan, and there was a back and forth and back and forth between Ravdimi and Yochanan. Kama connector, vikamoisiv lei kohale tiyufta. And Abaye was asking all these tiyuftas. We, I think we had a triangle daysfe on the previous Samud, and then another triangle daysfe, and then the Ihaki kept attacking it and attacking it, and now he turns around, Hadar Amarle, and says, maybe the whole thing wasn't even there to teach us that. Maybe Hadar Amarle, it's Litain Tam Ke'ikr. Like, we don't understand, Abaye, what would you say Mishras is there for? answers the Gemara, oh no, it all makes perfect sense. This is an ongoing one-time discussion that took place between Abaye and Ravdimi. Yesterday's discussion was the first part, and this is the second part, namely, Basar Deshanile. We, if you uh, sort of took a conclusion everything we did yesterday, Abaye attacked Ravdimi, and Ravdimi was, he wasn't saying his own opinion, he was quoting Rabbi Baal and Rabbi Yochanan, and he attacked him, answer, attack, answer, attack, every attack had an answer, in which case, Basar Deshanile, after Ravdimi had come with all of the valid answers, then Amarle, he came with this other suggestion, Abaye, that is, to Ravdimi, of Dilma Litein Tamkeikar Hudasa. That's the end of the Gemara interruption. And all the Gemara is saying is that it, it wasn't like the whole f- uh, Lamed Vav back and forth was for naught. That, that was a real, I, I guess, uh, Talmudic discussion amongst Gedoli Amayroim. Once they got to that point, then Abayi suggests maybe it's to teach us something else, namely 
Litzin Tam Keker. Now, where do we have that? That the word Mishrash could Litzin Tam Keker. He's not coming without a thin air. Look at this on. It's actually a brisa that he would be uh, basing himself on. The brisa goes for about nine lines and starts here. Here's our word. This is the magic word Mishras. In the realm of uh, Nazir, you have Mishras, which is some sort of soaking or combination comes to teach us, I underline these few words, and it couldn't be more clear than this, litain tam keikr. The word mishras, by nazir, teaches us that when something has the imparted flavor of something else, that it's like the whole thing is that something else, therefore the something else is usr, it's all usr. Sheim shara anavim, here's an example, if you soaked grapes, bemaim, in water, v'yeshbahem tam yayin, you taste that water, it tastes a little bit like a, like a grape juice or a wine, you would be chayiv. Okay, Chaimi Daraisa. Umikan, I put a little arrow in the margin. We're going to refer back to this Umikan when we get Talmud Beis. Umikan Atadan Lecholi Sorn You could use this actually as a precedent for everywhere else. Here's how. Colon. Ma Nazir. Sheini Surah Yisraelim. In the realm of Nazir. So that's something that's forever. Like when the guy finishes in the zeros, all those things are mutter to him. Also, when he's usher, let's say, to drink the wine, can he, I don't know, um, wash his hair in wine if he wanted to? Sure, not a problem. It's only Nisra eating, not Nisra Hana. And also, I'm like most of you, I can't go to the rabbi. Hey, rabbi, I really like ham and cheese. Can you make an exception one time? Sorry, Horowitz, ham and cheese is always usher. How about a guy who's in Nazar goes to the rabbi and says, listen, and it gives a good excuse. Boom, the zeros is finished. That, that's highly unusual. There's a heter le'isurai. Yet, in the realm of Nazir, when the guy is a Nazir, it's Asr. And we say, now is it Asr? Asr by Tom Ke'ikah. We even make something that has just the imparted flavor be like the thing that's Asr. Then when you go to something that's more Asr, like, for instance, Kilai HaKerem, which, number one, Isurai Yisraelim. Once Kilayim is Asr, it's always Asr. Number two, Isurai Yisraelim Hano. Not only can you not, let's say, eat it, you can't even get hana or benefit from it. And number three, ain heterli suran. Hey, Rabbi, I really like this wool sweater that they put the linen into. You think I could keep it? You give me like a one-time uh, heter? No, it doesn't work that way. Ain't no, you did not. All the more so that we should apply shiaseh by tam keker. So it applied by kilai hakerem. And the truth is it'll also apply, says the b'risa, and this is the conclusion of the b'risa, v'hu adin le arla bishnayim. Arla is at the beginning of a uh, fruit tree's life. The first few years, that fruit is Asr. And um, it's basically that it's Asr even Bahana. And um, the, the way that the text wants to learn it is also um, Isra and Oilam on stuff that's actually Orla. But you actually have a Heter Le'isurai. The Heter Le'isurai is if you have... Um, a tree that you want to plant, it's let's say six months old, or you want to just plant the seed, are you allowed to? Of course you're allowed to. Isn't that going to bring uh, fruit out that's going to be asrola? Yeah, you're allowed to do that, which you're not allowed to by Kilaya Karim. If you have uh, a grapevine planted, you can't plant your wheat next to it, even if it hasn't yet grown. Okay, so I think this Amarle, the way I understand it, is that was all when Abayi suggested to Rav Dimi, maybe that's what it's for. So Rav Dimi would be saying back to Abaye, and we'll go with the gears on the inside margin, Ha-mani. Oh, no, no. That Tanaic source you just quoted, totally valid. But that Tanaic source is the Rabbana. 
Kama, and I actually boxed the Rabbana, because now we're going to have a ping pong. Instead of Ravdimi and Abai going at it, we're going to go back and forth and back and forth between the Rabbana and the following Shita, Rabbi Akiva. And Rabbi Vo, who on the bottom of Laman Hayamud Bey's said his din, Rabbi Vo, Kika Amar, Le Rabbi Akiva, and I boxed Rabbi Akiva, that's what he was saying his din like, which means it's a Machlokas Tanoim. Rabbi Akiva would tell you that Heter Mitzarif Le'isr is what we learned from Nazir, and the Rabbanan would tell us Tam Ki'ikr is what we learned from them. Which, actually, on the little chart that I sent out, you see that from Mishras, the Rabbanan learned Tam Ki'ikr, and Rabbi Kiva learns Heter Mitzarif. It's a little bit more complex, because we're going to uh, add a few more uh, features to it. The first thing we're going to ask is, okay, fine, you're telling us that Rabbi Akiva must uh, use it uh, for Heter Mitzarif Lister. Which Rabbi Akiva? If it's not going to be there, there must be some Rabbi Akiva out there in some Tanaic source. So the Gemara asks, hey, Rabbi Akiva, which Rabbi Akiva is it? Where do we have a source? Elema is squiggle underline the Elema. And five lines later, last word line is Rabbi, the word before that is Ella, I squiggle underline that, which means the Gemara is going to have an attempt and then come to a final approach. The Gemara attempts to say, which Rabbi Akiva, Elema, if you want to say, what's the most obvious Rabbi Akiva? Turn back to our Mishnah. We had Rabbi Akiva speaking here on Lamed Dalet Amid Beis. That's the Rabbi Akiva. That sounds like to, he's saying that. The e, if you want to say Rabbi Akiva, the Hach of our Mishnah here, Ditsanan, here's a quote from our Mishnah, goes about two lines. Rabbi Akiva says, Afilu Shara Even if you take totally kosher pita bread, uh, Mr. Nazar, soak it in wine, and it has Yeshboy Kedei Litzarev Kezayis, Chayev. That sounds like uh, Heter Mitzarev Leisar. Says back, uh, maybe not, Mimai. That might not be a valid source for Heter Mitzarev Leisar. Why? Kama Dilma Vehudeika Kezayis Miyayin Lechude. I put that to Gears of the Bach, but maybe the whole idea there is you have your piece of pita, you soak it in wine, you eat it. The amount of wine that you consumed, even if it was out the pita, would have had enough of sheer in and of itself. Maybe that's the case. Now, if you want to say one second here, why would you need to tell us that? You're having a sheer of wine as it is. And if you would say, well, what would be the Chiddush in that one? Well, actually, the Chiddush would be La Fuke from the Tanakama. Very interesting. Let me go back to the Mishnah on Lamedal on the base. The Tanakama had said, you know what we learned from that? Atshi Yishta it's not going on eating something. Wine, the normal way to consume wine is drinking it. You can drink it. But if you're going to eat it, now true, it's soaked in, but you're eating it, maybe not, that would be the Chiddush. Ella, well, okay, we now need to find a source, though, for Rabbi Akiva. Where would he say this? Ella, Rabbi Akiva, de Brisa. So Rabbi Akiva, not in the Mishnah, but in the following Brisa, de Sanya. The Brisa goes a line and a half. And it's as clear as clear could be. Says Rabbi Kiva, I underline his name, Rabbi Kiva Aimer, Nazir Shashara Pitoi Biyayin. Our case exactly. And Nazir, he's got some bread, he soaks his bread in wine, Ve'achal, and he eats a Kezayis, one shears worth, Mipas Umiyayin. I swear underline, Mipas Umiyayin. All he's consumed is a Kezayis worth. Some of it was the bread, some of it was the wine. In other words, the wine in and of itself, there wasn't enough of it there, he would be chayiv. That's where we see clearly that Rabbi Akiva holds that the 
wine as a combination with something else that itself would be mutter is going to be usher. Okay. Period. To fill in the rest of the little chart that we uh, gave out, we have, I, I assume this is the last generation of Amairoim, a couple questions that are raised by Rav Acha, Rav Avia, to Ravashi. Amrli Rav Acha, Rav Avia, I circled his name, Le Ravashi, and I circled Ravashi's name. And they're going to be going back and forth between Rabbi Kiva and the Rabbana. Rabbi Kiva and the Rabbana trying to get a clarity in what each one of them says on this issue. In the margin here, I put a, uh, a letter A and circled it. The reason I did that is because on Amud Bey's, about 11 lines down or so, last word on the line is Acha. That's again, and I circled the name again over there, Ravacha Braid Ravavya. And again, I circled separately Ravashi. This is about 11, 12 lines down on Amud Bey's. It's going to be another issue that's brought up by the same names. And then I put a B in the margin over there. Okay. Last one line is Acha on Lamed Zayin Amud Beis. It goes about, uh, I'd say about 11 lines down. 2, 4, 6, eight, ten, 12 lines down. So the, uh, the bulk of the rest of the Lamed Zayin is going to be these discussions between Ravach Breda of Avia and Ravashi. Discussing what happened, I don't know, 300 years earlier in the Machlokas Rabbi Kiva, 350 years earlier, Rabbi Kiva and the Rabbanon, which will get us to the conclusion, which will hopefully look like the chart that uh, we sent out. So here we go. Says Ravashi. Well, according to Rabbi Kiva, now I'm going to do each time Rabbi Kiva, underline, Rabbanon, underline, Rabbi Kiva, underline. It's going to be like a ping pong, back and forth. According to Rabbi Kiva, he's the one who says that the phrase of Chol Mishras, that's in quotation marks, Chol Mishras, is to teach us the concept of Heter Mitzdarif Le'iser, that we've seen over and over again, so we started with at the bottom of Lamed Hay. Kama, the other very important principle, which everyone agrees is a, is a valid principle of Litein Tam Ke'ikr, Minole. Where would Rabbi Kiva know that from? We know where the Rabbana know it from, from Mishras, but where does Rabbi Kiva know it from? Well, he would know it from the following. Yolif, I underlined, or maybe I vectored the word Yalif and put a number one in the margin. This is going to be the Gemara's first attempt as to where he knows it from. And on Amud Bey's, literally the first word on the first line, there's another Yalif. I vectored that Yalif and put a number two in the margin. So when we're trying to figure out what does is, is Rabbi Kiva know the principle of Litein Tam Kikr from, that's what we'll do right now. So, here we go. Back on Lamed Zayin Amud Aleph. Yolif, Rabbi Akiva would learn it from something we're very familiar with, Basar Bechalov, meat and milk. Lav, Ta'am Ba'almahu, this is a delicious piece of meat. Looks kosher to me. Well, it's got the flavor of milk in there. Just flavor. It looks like it, and yet it's Aser. That would be the precedent. Hacha, Nami, Loishna. Everywhere else, it would teach the precedent of Ta'am. When you have something that's usser, even if it's just a flavor, it becomes usser. Okay, that's where Bikiva learned it from. Well, then, couldn't the Rabbanon learn it from there, from Basar Bechalov? Couldn't they use that as a precedent? For Rabbanon, we underline the Rabbanon. Mi Basar Bechalov, they would say, uh, Sorry, can't use that as a precedent for everywhere else. True, they agree Basar Bechalov in and of itself is usser, but you can't use it as a precedent. 
Why? Dechidishu. It's a novelty. It's something very unique about it. And when you have something unique, you can't use it as a precedent for everything else. Okay. Now the Gemara wants to figure out what's the uniqueness of Basar Bechalov that it can't be used as a precedent. My chidushe? Question mark. Well, it takes us a couple attempts here. Ilema is squiggling around the Ilema. If you want to say that oh, it's, it's a big chidish, it's like something that you don't really uh, have elsewhere in uh, halacha. What's that? This one on its own. Let's say a nice glass of milk. And the steak on the other table. Shari, totally permissible. It could be chal of Yisrael milk with like three hechsherim. And you've got, uh, you know, four hechsherim on the steak. Each one totally fine. But you mix them together. And they're totally usher. Kilayim then. Nami. Well, that's not such a chiddish. Because you have another thing in halacha. Grapes. Totally mutter. Um, wheat, totally mutter. Put the two of them together, totally usser, right? Kilaim also, you have Hailechude Shari on its own permissible, Hailechude Shari permissible, Bahadiyadadi, put them together and it's usser. So don't tell me that's the Chiddush of Basrebechalav that we see elsewhere in Halacha. Ella, sorry, squiggle on the Ella, rather, this is the Chiddush. I have a pan filled with about one inch of cream. I take my steak out in the morning before I go to work and I place it into the cream and let it soak there all day long. And then I take it out, wash it off, and eat it raw. Is there an isser there? There's no isser there. That's unbelievable. The two things were next to each other and there's no isser. Now it might be an isser to Rabbanon, but no isser to Raisa. If you soak the meat all day long b'chalva in milk, but without heat. Shari, it's permissible. Again, I don't know. I'm, I'm not recommending you go home and do this, but it's not asumi daraisa. Yet umevashala, you t- turn the flame on for about uh, three minutes. Bishule, that would be asr. That's the chiddush. You don't have that anywhere else. Like those two things, you just, it's that little flame. It's asr. A little bit about how the Yetzirah works. Rabbi Akiva, I underline Rabbi Akiva, you would have to admit, Rabbi Kiva, that that's a chiddush. You don't have that anywhere else. You're going to tell me you lose, you take Basar B'chalav as the precedent to teach Tom Kicker everywhere else? You can't do that. Rabbi Kiva, nami Basar B'chalav chiddushu. Truth is, that's right. Ella, so we squiggle under the yellow. We have to continue our search of where Rabbi Akiva would know Tom Kicker from. Yolif, he learns it from another place, Gi'ule Oivdei Koychavim. Imparted flavor into the pots or pans or uh, skillets or spits of uh, us or food into it. You have a clean pan, you have a clean uh, a pot, and there's some sort of imparted flavor, and that makes it us or? That's where he learns it from. Yolif mi Gi'ule Oivdei Koychavim. I guess the Gentiles were the ones that would have something imparted. It's the Milchemist Midjan over there in Bamidbar, where the Jewish people are told you brought back all these things. So the things that were used with fire, you have to use with fire. And the things that are used this way, you have to do that. That's how you get it out. But if you didn't get it out, Pasuk says, But if you didn't do that, even though it's got this imparted flavor, it makes the other thing usher. Lememra de Asiri. Apparently it would be usr. So you take like a 
pot that you got from the Gentile that he was cooking his stuff in and you want to use it and it becomes that which you make in it usher because it will uh, it will its flavor will come out and make it usher now which is our issue what does it have in it after all there's nothing there there's no mamashos it's, it's, it's simply a tam yet the usher hachanami Rabbi Kiva will tell you in general tam is enough to make something usher Hachanami, loishna. So that would be Hachanami, meaning everywhere else you could use that principle. Okay. That sounds good. So now we have to go back and ask her to be the Rabbanon. I'd learn the Rabbanon. The Rabbanon. Nami tepukle. Why don't they learn it from Giulioiv de Kachavim? That imparted flavor would be enough to make it usher. Amarle. Hasam over there in the Bachets and the word Nami. Hasam Nami. It's also a Chiddish. Everyone agrees that if you can show it's a Chiddush, you can't learn from it. They'll tell you it's also a Chiddush over there. You know why? Normally, and I don't have a sensitive palate, but those who do can relate to this. Bechol HaTarakula, in general, and all other issues. Noisein Ta'am Lepegam, when something imparts flavor in something else. And it's not a, let's say, an objectively tasty flavor. It's a flavor, but it's not delicious or tasty. It's pegam. It, it, it kind of ruins it a little. It gives it a flavor. But a kind of icky flavor is mutter. Yet vegabe gi'ule oivde k'chavim. When it comes to the imparted flavor that you'll get by cooking something in a pot that the gayim used, there it's asr. And that's a big chiddush and you can't use that as a precedent for everywhere else. Sounds good. Now we go back and look at Rabbi Kiva. Then Rabbi Kiva. What do you say to that, Rabbi Akiva? Rabbi Akiva, Nami Hachidishu, it's also Hachidishu. How can you say Gilei of Tuchalim is the precedent for learning this? Well, actually, Rabbi Akiva will tell you like this. Amar Ravuna Barchia, Loi Asra Taira Ella, Lekadeira Basyuma. The Daraisa Isser, if you have like a non kosher pot, meaning you have some non kosher and you put it in amazing kosher, only on that day where the flavor is actually still pretty good. Delav, it's not. It won't impart any negative flavor into the uh, item that you're cooking in it. And therefore, that's not really a chiddish. Okay. And Rabbanon? I know in Rabbanon, it's interesting. It comes down the machlokis to Rabbi Kiva. The Rabbanon is going to be the sensitivity of your palate. I guess if you're French, which Rashi was French, I don't know if the Rabbanon were French. Are you able to distinguish imparted flavor from the utensil that you prepared the food in. Rabbi Kiva says that first day, you cannot. Doesn't ruin it at all on a level that's discernible. The Rabbanan disagree and say Kedera Bas Yuma, not only a pot that had been used to cook the pork a month ago or a week ago, even in the morning, and you want to use it in the afternoon, Nami Efsher to like Pagma Porta. It's impossible that there wouldn't be a little bit of a Pagam in the kosher food dish that you're making that afternoon. What's that? So why is it usher? That's the chiddush. It's definitely usher, but it's a chiddush, and therefore you can't learn it to anywhere else. They both hold that it's usher. It's just a question of can you use it as a precedent now for everything else? So why, is it, why would it be usher? Because it's zero. It, it, yeah, zero is a cost. Oh, the, even you can't have a pork sandwich even if it's icky to you. No, so you're cooking a kosher food. What does it have? It has pork flavor in it. 
that's disgusting. It's still usher to you, but I'm not going to use that though as a precedent to teach everywhere else that the imparted flavor would be usher. Semicolon. Discussion number two. I put a. Do we have a B in the margin here? Mm-hmm. Okay, so here, here we go again. Says Rav Acha, Braid Rav Avya to Rav Ashi. Still discussing that Machlokas Rabbanon, Rabbi Kiva, Rabbanon, Rabbi Kiva. Here we go. Midi Rabbanon, from that which the Rabbanon said, Nishma, we can get clarity on Rabbi Akiva. Kama. Lav Ami Rabbanon, underline the Rabbanon. Didn't the Rabbanon say, and this is, this is simply a quote from... Um, there's a Mishra. It's a Mishras. We had a Tanaic source, an Amud Aleph. Do we put an arrow in over there? This would be the corresponding arrow. This is that Tanaic source that we had on uh, about the 13th, 14th line on Amud Aleph. And we said that's a Rabbanan Tanaic source. Here it is, a quote for about a line and a half. Mishras. Litain tam keiker. And then skip a few words. Mikanat adan lecholi soren shebetara. We use as a precedent for everywhere else that tam keiker. Well, comma, le Rabbi Akiva, and I underline Rabbi Akiva, nami de kamukim lelahai. What does he use the word Mishras for? He uses it for not Tom Kicker, but rather Leheter Mitzarf Leisser, Lema. Why not? The same way the Rabbanan used it for Tom Kicker and had it apply everywhere else. You're using it for Heter Mitzarf Leisser, use that as a precedent to apply it everywhere else. Lema mi kanatatan lechol isor and Shabbatira. Now the thing is, didn't we have that whole discussion yesterday that Hetzmetzarflisser only in Isurei Nazir, nowhere else, and maybe also when it comes to uh, Karban Mincha with the Chametz or maybe Chametz and Pesach, but those were like unique situations. Why not use it as a precedent to teach th- this principle everywhere else that Hetzmetzarflisser everywhere else? Hmm. Amarle, I would squiggle underline the Amarle. Says back <coughs> Ravashi Ravavia, Mishum Dahave, you know why it can't be used as a precedent? Because Nazir and Khatas, which we'll see shortly, are Shnake Suvambaim Kechad, two examples of teaching the same principle. Now, in general, when you have the Torah teaching you a principle, it can teach it in one place, and that's the source of everywhere else. If the Torah teaches it in one place, and teaches the same principle in another place, that's the concept of shnei suvim habayim kechad. When two, why do you have to tell it to me the second time? I heard it the first time. It must be those two places, and only those two places, and therefore you can't use it a precedent for everywhere else. So that's what Ravashi says back, because nazir and chatas, which we'll see shortly what chatas is, are shnei suvim habayim kechad, and as we know, kol, anytime you have a principle that's taught in two different places, kol shnei suvim habayim kechad, to teach the same principle, Ein Malandin can't be used as a source to apply that principle elsewhere. Okay. Nazir Hadamar. We know what the Nazir is. We've been dealing with that extensively. Chatas Maihi. Question mark. Well, where's the case of Chatas that teaches us Hetra Mitzarif Le'isr? Disanya. Uh, that which is brought out in the following four-line brysa. It's uh, Vayikra Vav. Uh, Parshas, I guess it's Sav. Dealing with a, a Korban Chatas. And it says in the realm of halachas of Kormachatas, Pesukim, Kola Yiga Bivsara Yikdash. Anything that touches the meat of a Kormachatas will become holy, sanctified, almost take like on the same status as whatever the status was of the meat of the Kormachatas. Yochol. 
Afilu Shaloi Bala? You mean touch, like, and didn't even absorb any of the imparted flavor from the Chatas meat into it? No, no, no. Talmud Laimar, I can't just touch it like, like that, with a little pinky. Or maybe, uh, you know, put a, uh, a saran wrap bag around it or touch a piece of the hair. It has to touch the Basar. Ad Sheyivla Bivisar. The Bivisara, you have to be some of the flavor of the meat of the Chatas is imparted into the other item. Continues the Pasuk, one word, Yiktash. <coughs> this tells you, Lihiyois Kamaya, whatever the status of the Chatas is, that's what the status of the thing that touched it and got some of its flavor is. Sheim Psula, Hii Pasal. That if the Karba Chatas is Pasal, the thing that got its imparted flavor is also Pasal. Vim Kshera, if it's still kosher, Tochal, you would be able to eat the other item. Kicham or Sheba, whatever restrictions you would have in eating the Chatas, you would have in eating this other thing, but you can still eat it. So let's say the korbachatas on the first day and you have a, a piece of bread that touches it, you can still eat the bread. You just have to eat it within the same time limit and the same limitations of where you can eat it as the korbachatas. Okay, those are the shnei ksumayim ke'echad and therefore ein melamdim. The Rabbanon, we now ask, I know the Rabbanon, question mark, why not say the Rabbi Kiva? In other words, why not learn from chatas that hetermit starf leiser Everywhere else. Did the Rabbanon learn Hetzmet Star Placer everywhere else? No. They, they have it only in their own, maybe a Korban Chatas, but not everywhere else. So why not? They'll tell you because Srichi. It had to be told to us in both those places. In other words, by Chatas and by Nazir. Colon. Here's why. De'i. I squiggle and mind the word De'i as I always do. De'i Kasarachmana only Gabe Chatas. That concept of Hetzmet Star Placer. Havamina, I would have thought Nazir loyosi mine. You can't apply it to Nazir if it tells me by Chatas Mishum de Nazir mi Kachim loyalfinan. Kachim is one realm of halacha. Nazir is something else. You won't be able to learn Nazir from there. Therefore, I had to write it by Nazir. Why not then just write it by Nazir? Ve I squiggle on the word ve ve kasav. If the pasuk only wrote it gabe Nazir, then I would have thought. Can't learn from Nazir to Chatas. Mishum de Chamer Isure. Nazir has some really machmer halachas along with it. What's that? Dafilu on Aserle. A seed doesn't even like. It's icky. You ever eat grape seeds? You should spit out grape seeds because they're icky. If they weren't icky, you wouldn't spit them out. That's Aser. Hilkach, therefore, lo Asimine. That's why you can't learn from it because you needed to teach each one. In other words, if there's two different psukim that are telling you the same thing, but you need this or you need that one, you can't use it as a precedent to teach elsewhere. That's a good point. For Rabbi Akiva, I know in Rabbi Akiva, question mark, what would Rabbi Akiva say to that? Amar Lachi would say, no, 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 actually, what you said is not true, Rabbanan. Lemaitzrichi. You're telling me each one had to be written because if it would have not written the other one, I wouldn't have known that. Sort of true, but not totally true. Bishlamai spiglan on the bishlamai kasarachman achatas. If we were told heterbitzarfless when it comes to chatas, ha lo gamar nazar mine, you couldn't learn nazar from chatas because chulan mi kachim lo gamrina. Now the truth is chulan is a bit of a loaded thing, but a nazar there's nothing kachim about a nazar himself. He's kadosh, but it's not like kachim korbanos. Ella, but how about this? Says Rabbi Kiva. I spiglan on the ella. Lichtoy rachmana ben nazar. Tell us. By Nazir, the concept of Hetermisar Flesser, the Tasi Chatas Mine, and I would certainly be able to learn 
Chattas from there. Basically, there's a whole slew of different things that are Asr throughout the Torah that use as their precedent Nazir. That's what Rabbi Kiva says. And therefore, don't tell me that they're both necessary. It's actually one that's not necessary and it can be used as a precedent. The Rabbanon, I know the Rabbanon. What would the Rabbanon say to that? Rabbanon would say, Amrilach, Chatas equals Leheter Mitzarif Leisser. Heter Mitzarif Leisser, I think on our chart, the Rabbanon will tell you, Chatas. I put in parentheses there, Kodshim. That's only going to stay in the realm of Kodshim Korbanos. Vechulen mi Kodshim like Amrinan. Something that happens in the base of Mikdash stays in the base of Mikdash. In other words, the halachas that we have dealing with Korbanos are only over there. Kama. Mishras equals, and if you go to our chart, what did the Rabbanon say Mishras was? Tom Kikr. Litain Tom Kikr. And is there any reason to leave it over there? Nope. And Tom Kicker would therefore be a principle that we would apply everywhere else. Period. He would tell you that both Chatas and Mishras Travayhu Lehetra Mitzarf Leeser so if I look at the chart, I see Rabbi Kiva telling me that's from Mishras and from Chatas. And Chatas, that tells you in the realm of Kodshim. Mishras, that tells you everywhere else. The And that is a typical situation where you have two Psukim teaching the same principle. Period. And thus the chart is complete. Amr Ravashi Lerav Kahana. I guess after Ravashi was questioned a few times, Rav Kahana, here we go probably a little bit back in time. He asked his Rashi, Ravashi has his asked Rashi, Rav Kahana, Elahadisanya, what then do we, how do we make sense of the following one line, Brysa? Says the Pasuk, Mikol Asher Yasemi Gefen Hayayin, from all that which you make from the, uh, the vine, the grapevine. What does that pasuk come to teach you according to this brisa? Limeid al isure nazir shein mitzarfim zeim zeh. Okay, this comes to teach you that if you have, I don't know, half a shear of uh, of uh, grape and half a shear of raisins, and you eat them together, they'll join together to make it aser. Okay, that's the brisa. What's the issue? The issue is Rabbi Akiva, or maybe the Gersa changed it to Hashi Shlomer the Rabbi Akiva. If you're telling me the Rabbi Akiva. You could have half a shear of <coughs> wine and half a shear of something totally mutter, and that's usser. If you take something usser and mutter, join them together, and it's usser, then certainly if you take something that's usser and usser and join them together, it would be mutter. Isser le isser mi baya? Question then within Rabbi Akiva if we have the Pasuk already telling us that. Isser and Isser will join together. Why do you have to tell me that Isser and Heter will join together? Amarle, so says back Rav Kana Travashi, big difference. Heter le Isser, when we say that if you have something that's Mutter and something that's Usser, they join together to make a shear, that is only Bebasachas. That's only, I guess in this case, would be consuming, they're consumed together. As opposed to if it's Zeacharzeh, if you had half a shear, Mr. Nazir, let's say, of raisins, 
and then half a shear after you finish the raisins of crackers, that is not going to join the two together. If they're eating together, and as you're chewing, you're getting the raisins and the crackers together, that would be. Whereas iser le iser, if you had half a shear of grapes and half a shear of raisins, and then you eat the raisins, finish them in 30 seconds, a minute later you eat half a shear of grapes, that would be usher, even though it's this one after that one. Iser le iser, afilu bezeh akharzeh. Yeah, probably it's within two minutes, nine minutes. We'll keep the mouthful of half a shear of raisins, chew, chew, swallow. 30 seconds later, mouthful of half a shear of grapes, chew, chew, swallow, all within two minutes. Let's go a little bit further. Is that all right? You have a few more minutes? Ula Rebbe Shimon. Delay slate syrup. We've had this opinion of Shimon a few times. He, he's the one who basically says, you have Doraisis. The person gets Malchus for it. We know that the mainstream opinion is there has to be a shear of whatever it is that's usher that was uh, consumed or done improperly. Shimon says, no, kol shahu. Enough to give you, you'd be over the Doraisa and get Malchus for it. In which case, this whole concept of Heter and Israel, you don't even need it. Just the smallest shear of Israel is a problem. According to Rabbi Shimon, delay slate siruf, then three word quote, mikol asher yaase, end quote, my darish bay. What's he going to darsha with that? Well, answers the Gemara, Amar Lach, Hahumi Bayalei. And this we had way at the beginning of the Sechta. I thought it was Daf Beis, I had to look back, it's actually Daf Gimel. We brought in Rib Shimon. Remember, Rib Shimon was the one who said, if a person says Hareini Nazir, he's a Nazir from everything. But if a person says Hareini Nazir, Miyayin, the Tanakhama said, yeah, he's a Nazir, he's a Nazir from everything. Rib Shimon said, oh no, once you start listing off individual things, you would better list them all off, or you ain't a Nazir. So Hahu, that Mikola Sheryasa for Rib Shimon Mibayalei, that La'olam, Truth is, ain't no Nazar person will not be Nazar if he starts mentioning individual things, Adshi Yazar Mikulan, until he specified all of the things. Again, Shimon totally agrees. Person says, Arani Nazar is a Nazar. It's just when he starts getting a little bit too wordy for his own good, then you better include everything or it doesn't work. And finally, I think we had maybe even pre marked this semicolon. We double underline Rebbe Vos, circle Rebbe Lazar, big number two in the margin. This is all the way back from, I guess, yesterday's shear, which is at the bottom of Lamed Hay. Rebbe and Rebbe Yochanan said that back there, all these sort of Torah, you don't have had to misrach lister except for nazir, and you don't have for mishras. Over here, Rebbe Vohan or Belazer says, "Kol revi'is shebetayra liquids." If you have a revi's, which is a shear that's aser, you will not have ein heter misrach lister chutz mirevi'is shebenazir, except for the revi's, like a cup of wine that's aser for a nazir. Why is it unique to Nazir? Share Amratira Mishras. Even something that's like a, a combination is going to be Asr. Okay. And then to sort of tie up the last loose end and then we'll call it a shear. We had Rabbi Yochanan back on Lamed Hey Amud Bays. Um Rebbeval quoted him. Here Rebbeval quoted Rebbe Lazar. What's the difference? My Ikabain Rabbi Yochanan, I wrote about Rabbi Yochanan, Laman Hamid Bayes, Lord Rabbi Lazar, we just had a few lines ago. Big difference. Here's the difference you have liquids and you have solids. Ikabain, I don't know Rabbi Yochanan, I don't know Rabbi Yochanan, Marbi Afilu Oichlin. He includes even food items. Now, food items you usually don't have because wine is something you drink but you could take wine and soak it in a piece of pita, that would work, and therefore it's also included. Whereas Rebbe Lazar, he would tell you, Heter Mitzar 
Rav Nazar Mashkin liquids in Bamidiachrini low, which kind of makes sense because unlike if I have a piece of bread and I smear some peanut butter on it, I still have separate bread and peanut butter. They might taste together. A liquid is different. If, you, if I have half a, uh, a shear of water and I pour wine in it, they, they literally uh, uh, combine together to make one liquid. I can't, even, I can't take the wine out of the water. I can't scrape most of the peanut butter off of the bread when I do it. Or even a, a less extreme example, if I have like a strawberry, a few strawberries and a piece of bread, I put them on and eat them together, I can take those strawberries off. You can't do that with liquid. I want to see one Tyson just at the bottom. Or some of them separate themselves. Not wine and water. That's why I use that example. It's highly unlikely. If it's maybe oil, that'd be you should mix. Okay, but in general, liquids much more so than solids have the ability to make themselves. You can boil off the water, but uh, all being equal, it's it's much harder to imagine separating them than when you're mixing two non-liquids. Says the Tais, the third Taisa, Filoichlan Marbi, Mishum de Mishras. The word mishras itself, what, what does it sound like? I, the usually translate it as soaking. 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 Mashma, when you have a solid and you soak it in the liquid. You wouldn't call soaking when you have a liquid and a liquid. So the word mishras is mashma mi pasu mi ayin. Usfiru le Rabbi Yechanan, and Rabbi Yechanan would say to Huadin, koli surin nazir kagayin, let's say hartzan and zag, would be a similar type of thing. The Rebbe. Elazar Sfirale, he says no. To him, the term Mishras is Mashmadafka Yayin. Almost like you'd have to take those English translations of soaking and find another word. Because soaking kind of implies, at least in English, something solid, into, uh, something liquid going into something solid. Mixing Vahecha de Gali Gali. And therefore, the way he learns Mishras implies liquid. And it tells about liquid. So liquid, it would be the case. But just because that's the case, wouldn't mean if you had half a shear of. Solid that was mutter, along with half a shear of liquid that was asur, for instance, like a piece of kosher pizza in the wine for the nausea, that would not necessarily be the case. Okay? Adkan.